Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Thanks. good morning, good morning. Good morning. Yes. To oh, we're over people here. That are here. Oh, right. And we've got different camera people on this morning. It's fantastic. <laughs> Great job. And hey. thank you, team. Hey, I just wanted to, um, last week, wasn't that a great discussion? Oh, man. And, and if you missed it, I, I implore you, go back and watch last week. Because I'm finding out some people aren't joining us when, on, on Sunday mornings when we connect. And they say, no, I just watch it during the week. When I, I found other things to do on Sunday mornings. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Maybe we'll just not live stream, we'll just pre-record but no I, there is something about us coming together at the same time right here we don't have to be in the same place together. but there is something significant yes. that happens in the spirit we are atmosphere engineers in the spiritual realm yes and when we agree together when we sing together not just the when there's something powerful when we just join in and anyway yeah. but when we come together at the moment we cannot meet in the same place yeah. because of restrictions and everything but we can still come together so i want to encourage you last week the message that we have don't turn up at the wrong battle or don't yeah and I, that's just been in my head all week because more and more um there seems to be a distraction there seems to be battle lines being drawn and they're not they're not our battle lines yeah they're not they're not believers battle lines they are civilian battle lines and you've got a scripture that you're going to speak on that later on but these are battle lines for the world they are not the battle lines of the kingdom of heaven so we need to find and ask the holy spirit where do you want me to fight where is the fight today where is the fight in my life today and it's not like oh i've got to get ready for a fight no 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 we are armed for a battle we yep. are actually contending with um principalities and powers and demonic forces in this dark age yeah. and if you think oh but it's only getting worse of course it is because they know their time is short so they're trying to just stir the pot draw yeah. battle lines right. up to distract you from what the real fight is so we want we're going to continue on that today i don't know what we're going to title it but we can worry about that later. Yeah, but we, we took the scripture out of 2 Thessalonians 3, um, where it says, don't be lazy or distracted or anything like that. And both those terms are military terms yep. in regard to um, don't turn up to the wrong battle and don't be out of formation. Yes. And a great encouragement. It's very firm. Very firm. If you don't work, you shouldn't eat. You should go hungry, it says. I don't like that. That sounds a bit Because I like having a lazy day every now and then. And it's like, oh, so I don't get dinner? No, that's not what it's saying. It's talking about the whole element of it that even from a spiritual perspective, can I stretch it this far? That if, you, if you're just attending things, attending church, and you're just feasting on the meat that others are bringing and feasting on the, the goodness that others are bringing, it actually says that if you're not going to be a participator in this, then you should probably go hungry. And there are some malnourished people around yeah. They, they may not look it, but they're malnourished in their spirit and in their soul. And I'm so glad we sang that song, No other, no One Else Can Heal My Heart. Yeah. No one but Jesus. So, yeah. yeah that's right. So I'm, I'm going to – Awesome. Dude. I've got – I, I want to talk out of Exodus, and you've got – you're yeah. going out of the New Testament. Yeah. Because so, so, you're younger than me, so I'm going old school, and you're going younger. Yeah. yeah no school at the old school. I love it when people ask, so which is the older out of you two? <laughs> Do they really? 
Not to your face. No, but it's good though. Cause I was thinking about that today because you don't have much in the way of grey hair. So. If I, I'm telling you now, if I, when I grow my hair back. <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard that on the live stream, but there was a lot of when. So all the, re, all the respectful people slept in, all the scallywags turned up this morning. <laughs> scallywags. Scallywags. But, um, awesome, dude. No, I'm white. Like, I, I'm just like, but it's a crown of glory. I love that. And, <laughs> no, that's good. Grab a hold of it. And it's a bright crown. Why do you crown. laugh at that? It's that's, just white. That, don't laugh at that. <laughs> Please don't mock me. I got a little bit here too. So, yeah. Awesome. So, so this morning, I was, I was just thinking before that, um, as we were praying, uh, that this morning, the message that's going to come forward is going to be something that will help you deal with the now yeah. and also sow seeds for the future. Yeah. So look, look at it as though it's dealing with stuff now. And, and that may also include some discipline, um, some self-discipline. Yep. There may be some requirement of you to step out or to speak out or, to, or to move out. Mm. But it's also sowing seeds for a, a harvest in the future. Yeah. However far ahead that might be. It could be tomorrow. Isn't it what you just said? I'm just reflecting on it. Sure. Self-discipline. See, I remember disciplining our kids and when they were younger. Now, discipline, everyone thinks that discipline means, oh, you're getting a beating or, you're, or you've done something wrong. No, no, Jesus' disciples actually meant that they were disciplining themselves in a model of living. And so we would tell our kids, look, we are disciplining you now so that you can discipline yourself later. So that when you get older and we're not around, you'll know right from wrong and you'll be able to discipline yourself. You'll know where the good path is and where the path that leads, leads to destruction is. Yeah. And in this day and age, we need to know, stand at the crossroads and look yeah. for where the good way is and walk in it. Yep. Oh, I want to walk not in the, the good way. way. Not just yeah, the, no, the way the that everyone way. is going. Yes. Not just the, the, the thoroughfare of, of life. Because they could just be going this way, yep. but to ask that question is so important. Because, like, yes. like we said, oh, Holy Spirit, where am I meant to be fighting my battles? What, yeah, come on. Where am I meant to be aiming my weapons, which are not not aimed against you? Yes, because it's not against flesh and blood. And and our fight is in love. Mm. Our fight is totally in love. Even though we're battling against principalities and powers, we are fighting for souls. Yep, we're not just yep. fighting against. Uh, demons we're yes. fighting for we've got to look what we're fighting for not just what we're fighting against come on, come on. so like, like what paul said a couple of weeks ago the weeds and the wheat growing oh. together so Boom, if you're fighting against the weeds yep those weeds are going to be wheat one day yep or they should be that's what they're destined to be they're destined to be wheat yep. so if you're fighting against them breaking them messing them up trying to rip them out jesus you, said no 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 leave that's them. not what you're meant to be doing no. Yeah, leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Oi, leave it. Don't go there. That's not your weeds. <laughs> funny. So in Exodus, I was just thinking about a battle. You know, what battle could we turn up to that's wrong? You know, what, what's some battles in there? Like if David turned up to the wrong battle and he's, 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 <laughs> I hadn't thought this out. <laughs> Yeah, like he's turned up with his sling, but it's it's with the lion and the bear. Yeah, you know it's the wrong battle. Yeah, you know, but he turns up at the battle lines and he says, "Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he would defy the armies of the living God?" That's a great battle. 
Yeah. You know, there's so many beautiful battles. You know, we're holding the arms up so the sun stays in the, you know, what happens if that was the wrong battle? Oh. And, you know, like they turned up to the wrong battle, you know, like, but I, the most significant one that keeps being repeated through scripture yeah. time and time again, yeah. so much so that even people that don't believe in scripture uh, that are in the, the Israelite or Jewish faith, or even if they're not in the faith, yeah. it's in their culture, they still talk about this battle. Cool, this is a significant battle. So we're going to talk out of Exodus 14. And, um, and so this is where Israel has now, God has heard the cries of Israel. Deliver us. Deliver us, O Lord. Deliver us. And he hears their cries, sends Moses. This incredible um, series of events takes place where God not just brings plagues and, and things onto Egypt, but he absolutely demolishes every Egyptian god. Everything that happened had a reflection in the Egyptian um, theology. Not that they had a theology. Did you know that Christianity is the only um, faith that has a theology, that we study it? Buddhism doesn't have it. Islam hasn't got it. Only Christianity has a theology about what we believe. That is a side point. Yep. Got that from C.S. Lewis. So <laughs> um, they head out. They plunder Egypt. This is astounding. They plunder Egypt. It was prophesied hundreds of years before that they would leave, like they would go to a foreign land and then they would return to Canaan and they would plunder Egypt and they did that. They went around, asked for stuff from the Egyptians and the Egyptians just gave them so much wealth and so much good stuff. And then they headed out to worship God in the wilderness. And we're going to take it up from verse 2 in chapter 14. And, and yeah, how much time we've got, beauty. Tell the sons of Israel, this is God talking to Moses, tell the sons of Israel to turn back and camp in front of Pi-Hacharoth between Migdol and the sea. Migdol just means a fortress. But um, I just want to reflect on something. Tell the sons of Israel to turn back to turn back. How inconvenient is that? They are heading out into the wilderness. My wife just laughed. And they're <laughs> heading out into the wilderness. If we have packed up for a holiday and we have headed out the driveway, Johnny, out the driveway and we forget something, I go, it's dead to me. Yep. We're on our way. Brett, you'd be the same, wouldn't you? There is no I am heading up. There is no past. Your turns don't exist for me. It's like rip the rear vision mirror off, throw it out the window. I'm not turning back. I'm, I'm going moving forward. forward. I'm moving forward. And it's like, what? why would God ask them to turn back? Because they're walking with a lot of stuff. They're carrying all this gold, all their belongings, all the carts and the ox and the cows and the, and the kids. And it's like they are moving out. And then God says, tell them to turn back yeah. and go to this place. Why? Well, let me explain. You shall camp in um, front of Baal Zephon, opposite by the sea. For Pharaoh will say, Hey, the Israelites, they are wandering aimlessly in the land and the wilderness has shut them in. So, and God says, I will harden, make stubborn and defiant Pharaoh's heart. So he forgets everything that has happened, everything that has transpired. And his focus is on, we've let them go. 
Why did we let them go? They were free labor. They were, we, we were just getting so much out of these guys because they were good workers and all that. And they so, took all our stuff. And they took, <laughs> they took all our stuff. He must have been ticked about that. Could have been. I wonder if Pharaoh gave anything to Israel. <laughs> Moses. Why, why, oh, he, he, he just rained down blows <laughs> from a great height. So, um, so that he will pursue them. And I will be glorified and honoured through Pharaoh and all his army. And the Egyptians shall know without any doubt and acknowledge that I am the Lord. And they did so. That's a reflection right there. And they did so. So Pharaoh gets out 600 of his chosen war chariots. Now, to us, they just like chariots. Eh. They were made out of bamboo. They were made out of all these different things and out of a hardwood frame. Because I watched a documentary on this. This was the leading weapon of mass destruction in its day. Wow. No one, when the charioteers turned up, especially the Egyptian ones, because they were so light, so strong, so well armored, that they could just head in and decimate an army. So he's going out with his weapons of mass destruction to wipe out um, the Israelites. And he took not just a handful, because mm. these people used to do what he told them to do. They were slaves for hundreds of years. So they had grown up in this, and he could have just gone out there with a handful of people, but no, he went out there with everything. Why? Because God planned it like this hardened and made his heart defiant and stubborn to do this he took him out there not only that took his whole army yeah he's doing a full show and he's just like i'm gonna make this happen no matter what i can't do an egyptian accent so i don't know even know what it is so god hardened his heart and it says and he pursued the israelites as they were leaving confidently and defiantly in other versions it says they marched out confidently this is Israel marching out. So t the perception to the Egyptians was, these guys have got it all. They're, they're walking out defiantly. How dare they do that? From the Israelite side, they're like, we're finally getting free. We're getting out. It's the whole grasshoppers in their eyes yeah. situation yeah, here. That's right. So that's right. they, they camp by the sea, and then we'll take it up at the next verse. Um, thanks, guys, where it says, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites... Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them. They laid eyes on them and they were very frightened. So the Israelites cried out to the Lord. Now, I thought that was an interesting statement because I would do the same. Ah. But the crying out to the Lord is actually a shriek. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's, they gathered together and they shrieked um, in community. Ah. It's like, <laughs> you know, like. I don't know how that came through on the camera, but it, it was piercing here. Um, so they then, they just shrieked. Like God led them out. God did all these things. God, sometimes I think we forget what God has done on our behalf. I think so that true. God, we, we forget with just what's happening at the moment. We forget God is God. Yes. God is God. Is there anything God can't do? I remember being asked this question. Can God create a rock too big he can't lift? I go, you dummy. No. He holds the whole world in his hand. And it's not about he's so big. It's hierarchy. 
It's authority. Yep, that's it's right. dominion. Yes. It is power, not in strength as we know power. No, it right. is righteous yes. power. Yes, yes, yes. It's on a goosebumps. It is on another. It is hierarchy. Yeah. Like only because I've got some bees at the moment. I've got my flow hive in and the bees are buzzing in the trees, making lots of honey just for me's. Anyone who's into Disney and watched Mowgli, you know, the yes. Jungle Book? Yes. The bees are buzzing in the trees. Yeah. I'm going back. I'm reverting back into my... <laughs> it is now a musical. It's a musical. I was enjoying singing this morning. I hope you were. I was singing harmonies because Paul's key I can actually harmonise with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the girls get up there, I can't hit those notes. It's terrible. So it's okay. they cried out, shrieked with a girly yep. voice. Not, no, no, not gender specific here, but they shrieked. Yeah. They shrieked. Incoherent babbling. Yeah, they were just like running around. <laughs> then it says, they said to Moses, is it because there were no graves in Egypt that you have taken us out here to die in the desert? Before that, they were going, oh, we, we had a meat pot with us back there. Why didn't you just leave us to die back there where we had a meat pot? I don't know. Meat pots don't sound that. Because it would have been a clay pot full of meat. Yeah. Potted meat, you know, like back then to preserve it. Back there, things were better. You have no idea where I'm going, back do then. you? No, <laughs> I'm trying to trying glimpse to... it. I'm trying to grasp. It's like you're running ahead of me and I can't get a hold. What, yeah. Where are you going? It's uh, all back right. Back then, things were better. Why, why have we left back there? Because look at where we are now. Yeah. Things are worse. They're worse. It's always when we reflect on where we are and we don't have that perspective of what God has done for us. That is so. And God is going to always do good for us. We will just shriek and start yelling incoherent babble back then it was at our up. leaders going, what? Is it, there's no grave, were there no graves back in Egypt that you could have let us die there, that you had to bring us out into the wilderness so that we die here? Yeah. It made no sense. What is it that you have done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Had they even forgotten where they were crying out for hundreds of years, deliver us? Yeah. And now they're delivered and they're going, we want to go back. Yeah. We want to go back to how it was before COVID. We want to go back to how it was. And it's like, no, no, no. God has something better. God has done good before. He's doing good now. And he's going to do so much good in the future. So these guys are stuck in the moment. They're stuck in the moment. They are rutted in the moment. It, totally. It's only a small set there, but, but it's obviously their, mind, it's their mindset yeah. of where they are stuck and can't get out. Yes. And it's coming out Come of on. What, what they're thinking and what they're feeling is coming out. The overflow out. of the heart. <laughs> yeah. well, this is just bad. It's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's all bad. bad it's going to get worse. Yes. It's a, it's a, look at them. It is bad. These guys are coming to kill us. They could have got a job on the news. Yes. It's only bad and it's going to get worse. Let's go somewhere oh, there's else. Some good, there was meat. There was meat no, in the pot. Yes. Um, Bring us out of Egypt. Did we not say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Oh, this is the part. Let us serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians as slave than to die in the wilderness. Then Moses said to the people, listen to this, do not be afraid. Take your stand, be firm and confident and undismayed. 
take your stand. And the stand that they've got isn't in their own strength because they didn't know who they were. God had to deal with them to show them who they were. They were the chosen people that the line of Jesus was going to come through and the Messiah was eventually going to be born out of that, miraculously born out of that. This is, so, a, this is, this is also their transitioning time too. Yes. That's they right. were slaves. They were slaves. And in their mind, they're probably still slaves. Right there. Mm. What are we slaves to? Oh. When I see things like this, I immediately start going, what am I slave to? Yeah. You know, it's easy to, it's so much easier for us to point fingers and say, identify things. But as Bill Johnson says, um, the, the, I don't read the word, the word reads me. Like when I read this, I start going, ooh. Yeah. It does. It does highlight. What is it highlighting in my life? Because the word of God is a mirror. It's a, it shows us who we truly are. So um, then Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Take your stand. Be firm and confident and undismayed. And you will see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. Yep. For those Egyptians who you have seen today, stuck in the moment today, today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Shut the heck up, stay calm, and keep going. You know those shirts come out of, out of, out of Britain? Yeah. You know, like, keep calm. And keep calm. Keep calm <laughs> and drink tea. You know, like, keep moving forward. And then the Lord said, to, and this is, this, is this is beautiful. Yeah. It just shows you the, the weight of the narrative here. What is actually transpiring? This isn't just a story that we brush over. This shows us the identity of God. The Lord then says to Moses, why do you cry to me? Why? You, I've already told you what you, this isn't a time for shrieking. This isn't a time for losing your head. This is a time for you to stand, be confident, be undismayed. Know that I am good. I've done good before. I've brought you out of Egypt. Miraculously, guys, I have done this. And we think, no, 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 I'm alive today because I've been able to you know, earn a wage and I've been able to keep myself safe and I've been able to keep my body healthy and I've been able to, no, no, we're alive today because of the grace yes. and purpose of Almighty God. That is so true. And he says, why do you cry to me? Tell the sons of Israel to move forward to the sea. Move on. Move on. Keep calm. It's time for action. But the action isn't complaining. The action isn't whining. The action isn't shrieking. The action isn't losing your head and blaming others. They're blaming Moses. Why did you do this to us? You cried out to God and he sent me people. That's what I, I would have said. Yeah. He sent me. I've done exactly what I, you do. It. You're told, get over there. <laughs> do what you're told. Do what you're told. I, I remember um, years ago when I first heard about Dr. Yong Ing Cho. And um, he had the, he's from South Korea, isn't he? Yeah. And he had the prayer mountain and all that. And they had him come in to speak at a conference. And they said, please, Dr. Cho, can you um, tell us what the most significant truth about, you know, in, about God and, you know, give us some really good meat. And he goes, Dr. Cho stood up at this big conference of leaders and pastors. And he said, here 
and obey. And he sat down. And people, the speaker gets back up and he's a bit embarrassed because I've just flown him from South Korea to America and put him up. You probably, you know, paid a lot of money to get him there. He didn't want the money, but, you know, paid a lot of money to get him there, you know, probably first class and put him in a nice hotel and all that just to, just to get here and obey. And I'm like, people are waiting. Dr. Cho, could you um, possibly elaborate on that? So he gets out of his seat and goes up to the platform and he goes, why? Do you want me to complicate it? For those that have ears to hear, eyes to see and obey. It's, it's just here and obey. So it's not a time for losing our heads. It's not a time for pointing fingers. It's a time for prayer. Rejoice always, pray continually, in all seasons give thanks. I have to, if, if I master those three things, if we master those three things, rejoice always, pray continually, and in all seasons give thanks, when we meet our Lord and Saviour, he will say, well done, good and faithful servant. Yep. These are keys of the kingdom right here. So Philippians 2, this is, this is a get up and get moving. This is not a time for shrieking. This is how you live your life. Philippians 2.14, live a cheerful life. Oh, pause, sailor. Live a cheerful life. And you might say, but I'm not, a, I'm not like those charismatic people. I'm not like you, Steve, that likes to laugh and everything. I think life is very sombre. There's not a lot to laugh about. <laughs> you know, live a cheerful life. Is, is that a, only for the charismatic? Is that only for the people that like jokes? It doesn't say. That Pastor Adrian told me that he bought an advent chocolate calendar for um, Christmas. And according to, he bought it yesterday. And according to his calendar, Christmas is in two days. <laughs> Live a Solemn cheerful life. I won't get my face because I'm smiling. Now, <laughs> I do, I, my face does do that. But I can't. That's deplorable. Yes. <laughs> without complaining. Yes. Without divisions among yourselves. Without complaining, without divisions oh. among yourselves, for then you will be seen as innocent, faultless, and pure children of God, children of even though you live in the midst of a brutal and perverse culture, for you will appear among right. them as shining lights yes. Yes. in the universe. What? Just by living a cheerful lights. life, not complaining, and making sure we keep Unity, because unity is actually from the Holy Spirit, because we are implored and encouraged and actually instructed and commanded, keep the unity of the Spirit yeah. through the bonds of yes. peace. It's up to us to actually make sure that we're in unity. Mm. I'm sure there's plenty of times where we could have argued as brothers and fought as brothers. Do you remember any? I'm sure we did. I'm sure. But younger. we work hard to keep unity. We just, if, if I offend you which is very little, and, or if you offend me, which is a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> See, he can laugh at that. Live a cheerful life. Yes. I'm, I mock him, but I love him so much. He's one of my favourite people on the planet. You know, that's because maturity has kicked in in our lives. We've, yes. We've grown and, and matured. As children, we probably did fight. And, and, you know, give me that thing, give me that thing. That's mine, that's yours. I did shoot you. Yes, and ran over. I did run over you with my motorbike. 
let's not count the ways that you have, have damaged Oh, it's all coming back to me now. And my mind. <laughs> and my mind. You don't remember half the things. No, thankfully. You just woke up on the ground. <laughs> I, let's keep, so, but now maturity has kicked in. Yes. And, 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 and doesn't it talk about that in the Bible where, you know, it's time to move on to maturity. It's yes. time for us to be mature. It's time. And, and eat meat, not, yes. not milk. Just milk. It's time, time to move on and strengthen. It's time to have a, a strength of, of character and a strength of yes. conviction. Yes. And, and to move on in Come that. On. And with that comes wisdom. It comes peace. Yes. Knowing who you are and knowing how to move forward. Isn't now, it nice? Not everyone no. has that yet. No. But spiritually we do. Yes. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but, but of power. Power, love, love. And, and a sound mind. A mind of self-control. Exactly. Sound mind. Oh. So it goes on to say, for you appear as shining lights in the universe, holding out the words of eternal life. <laughs> I haven't laboured amongst you for nothing. This is, this is Paul talking. For your lives are the fruit of my ministry and will be my glorious boast at the unveiling of Christ. Oh, man. So if we are cheerful... If we don't complain, if we keep make, make sure there's unity in our lives, yeah. it becomes we shift into an area of innocent, faultless, shining examples in our life. That's what God wants for us. That's the battle that we need that we're at at the moment in making sure that we are shining lights in our community. Not that we're shining light on the issues, but we are a shining light to Jesus yeah. and to the culture of the oh, kingdom of dude, heaven. Not shining light on the issues. Yeah. Anyone can do that. It's a very well-practiced procedure, process, whatever you want to call it, that, yes. that we shine the light on the issue. And, and really, what is the issue? It's, it's whatever, <laughs> whatever the media tells us, I suppose, is one thing, but it's whatever is big and loud in our life. Mm. Uh, we don't need to shine a light on that because it's already going to shine a light on itself. Yeah. We do need to shine towards the answer. You yeah. know, lift your head, look to the hills. Where does my help come from? Come my help from comes Lord, from the Lord. The maker of heaven and earth. I don't know if you've ever, know, ever done this where you, you look up the news and then you look up the news and you look up the news. What's the news today? Yes. I mean, there's always going to be news. There's always going to be something shining, yelling, growling. But where does my help come from? Yes, come on. It comes from the Lord. Yep. Does, does it come from like an injection? No, it doesn't. Mm. Does it come from the way I think or, or my actions? It comes from the Lord. Yep. And through come Him, on. through Him, even if I do do the, in, you know, I'm, try, I'm sorry to mention the word injection. Oh, man. Yeah. But that's where my help comes from. Yeah. My help, whether I do or I don't, my help comes from the Lord. Yes. And, and he's the one who will lift my head. And no matter what, what our convictions are in life, we have to do it by faith. Have to. Have to do it by faith. And, and if we do it by faith, peace is the result. If we do it by faith, cheerfulness and unity is the result. There is no other choice. No, no, exactly. There is only two. Yeah. <laughs> With faith. Yes. So you'll either do it or you won't. And, but why do you do it? Yes, come on. How do you do it? Come on. You can give... <laughs> out of compulsion yes. or you can give according to faith yep. because of a conviction that you have yep. in the word of God. Yes. You can follow the laws of the land yep. because you're told to, yep. but you're still angry about it. Oh, yeah. Or you can do it because Jesus said mm. it's a good thing. Yes. <laughs> and, and on that point, Jesus, when he talked about the laws of the land, the laws of the Romans, 
Yes. He, he never just said, do the bare minimum or try and get away with as much as you can. Dude. When he said, if they ask you to carry their bags for a mile, just do it until they don't notice anymore or they walk ahead of you and then you can drop the bag and run. Yeah. No, no, no. He said, walk too. And if they ask you for your tunic, what? Um, act like you're going to hand it over and then do the <laughs> Harry Holt and bolt? Yeah. No. Give them your shirt as well. And, and if they slap you on the face, he says, don't retaliate. Don't just get your mates and then knock the guy over in the dark when you, when he's, when you least expect it, expect it. No. He said, turn your other cheek. Not, not just like, okay, hit me again. It's just the attitude of it. Jesus always said when it comes to the law of the land, do double. Do double what is required of you. Because that is being a shining light in the universe. Words of eternal. Because no one else does it. Mm. You've got some scriptures. Yeah, so in, cool, man. <laughs> uh, I've been reading a bit of Timothy in, in 2 Timothy. I love 2 Timothy. I love it when, when Paul Two is, twenty two. It's almost like Paul is, is talking to Timothy, but he's talking to you and me. I, all of us, hey. Um, except for when he talks about being young. Um, maybe he's You are speaking. younger than me then. Yeah. Oh, good. There's other people older than you too, so you can. <laughs> exactly. All right, let's get back. Sorry. <laughs> Mind you, I'm nearly the oldest person here. Oh, oh. So, in two <laughs> Timothy one, chapter one, verses six and seven. This is um, when we're at the prayer meeting on Tuesday. I pulled. I thought of this verse. I was going to say I pulled out this verse like. I'm wonderful and marvellous because I've chosen a Bible verse. <laughs> so this is why I remind you to fan into flame the gracious gift of God. Yes. That inner fire, this is the amplified, the special endowment, which is in you through the laying on of hands by those, you know, mm. the elders of your ordination. I, I love that fanning into flame. Fan into flame. You know. The gift. What are we fanning into flame? Oh. Because. Mm. Yeah. We're going to be fanning something. Yes. Even if it's just worry and concern yeah. and issue. Anxiety. Uh, or it's, it's also about shining that light on, yep. on the, is it on the troubles? Is it on my kids that are they're not doing what they're told? Is it on, is it on the, the state government? Because I'm not going to do what I'm told. You know, all, all these things. But isn't that funny? Like you said before, sorry to cut across you, keep your thought, um, that, you know, we don't need to shine a light on things because it shines its own light on it. It is of the ministry of noise. And it is just going, look at me, look at my, look at my, look at me. I'm important. I'm a problem. I'm the issue. Come on, look at me. Yeah. And, and get away from the battle lines because it's trying to draw our attention yes. away. But we're meant to fan it. We all walk around with two buckets, I've heard people say. A bucket of petrol or a bucket of water. So we can either just turn a flame into a raging inferno or we can put that flame out but here it's talking about a good flame yes a good flame that yes. we want to actually get that flame burning in our life because god has instilled it there it's not mine it is god's gift to us yeah yes. gracious gift and and it speaks there of a laying on of hands um by the elders yes but but if you believe in jesus then People have already prayed for you. Yes. Um, or even before that, people have been mm. praying for you. Mm. Um, like there's a, there is a, you can fan, I suppose all I'm saying is we can fan that gift in, even if you think, oh, I'm disqualified from this verse. No, you're not, because yeah, the gracious gift of God come is on. his Holy Spirit as well. It's Jesus. Let's fan that into flame. 
fan in flame. So, um, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear. Yeah. So that's something to think about there. That's not what God's given. If we're feeling any of those things, Humidity, that's not what God's given me. Fear. If I'm if I'm scared or worried or I'm beaten down by this issue, mm. that's not what God's given me. So what has He given me? He's given me a spirit of power. I love it. He starts off that's with power. hierarchical authority. Yes, right there. It's not just. It's hierarchical authority. We have dominion. That's what that's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We we have a a power and authority. Yes. Um. Possibly we don't even understand what that is, but that's what God's given us. Is Evidently, we don't. Maybe find out what it is. Yes. Um, and then he backs it up with love. Yeah. Because be. you can't just have power and authority without love. Yes. And Ooh. then in, in, to use those two things, you need a sound mind. and You need a disciplined mind. You need a, an ability to be able to... Uh, Judge and weigh. And, and measure. Focus and be single-minded. Yes. On an issue or on, a, on an area. So use the power because we can use the power to be just rage um, and we'll do that if we don't have love. We've all done that. Because we need to be loving to those around us to, to mm. not fight against flesh and blood but against what needs to be fought. Yep. Um, but the sound mind, I love that. A calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Control. Yeah. Abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Um, he also talks in chapters. I think it's chapter two, sorry, I haven't actually written down here, um, where he says, join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ. Come on, this is it. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Yes. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown, doesn't win except by competing according to the rules. Ooh, the rules. What are the rules here? What are the rules? Why do we need rules? Yes. Because no one wins if there's not rules. <laughs> it's just crazy. The hardworking farmer should first receive a share of the crops here. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord has given you insight into all this. I love that. If, if you're not sure what's being said in that chapter, just reflect on it. Yeah. God's going to reveal more to you, mm. which is true in any scripture, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's true in everything. But, but I love that. Join with me in suffering as a good soldier of Christ. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to necessarily join no. in suffering. I, I don't like that idea. I don't like that. Can't you just make someone do it for me? Yeah. Can't but but soaring is so much on the highs of life are not appreciated and unless you come able on. To walk on the ground as well yes because if you don't walk on the ground you don't realize how good the highs are mm. um and, and all the way in between plus if we were just living on highs that's all you would ever experience yep. and you would not have a thankfulness for god that there are other levels as well and 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 being taught anyway there's there's so much in this material world that we we need that yeah because we yeah otherwise how often do we just take things for granted yeah all the time like that is just flat out what we do as oh, humans dude. because so so then when what we have the good stuff gets taken away from us yeah all right then you fight against the person who's taken the good stuff yes, away from you. Yeah. Or you fight against the fact that it's been taken away from you. Yeah. Instead of where does my help come from? Yep. My help comes from the Lord. And that's about keeping your eyes focused mm. on Jesus, which is what our songs are today. Keeping our eyes focused on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Yes. He's the one who's given us a spirit of, of power, of love, and of a sound mind to be able mm. to handle every situation mm. in our lives. Mm. Fight the good fight. Yes. The right fight. Be a good soldier of faith. 
And, and it's funny because I've heard some people say, but this is, this is important. Of course it is. Yeah. But it's still a distraction. There is a bigger picture here. So you might say, oh, it was all Pharaoh's fault, you know, and we need to make sure that Pharaoh's wiped out. And God says, no, 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 no. I'm using Pharaoh to bring about um, a shift in the nation of Egypt yeah. that one day they will acknowledge God as the Lord Most High. And it says, and they did. So, so it was prophesied that they would get come out of Egypt and that mm. those things would happen. Did they think when the prophecy was spoken that it would look like that? No. <laughs> All right, so when the prophecy of Jesus, the Messiah... Was coming, yeah. Did it? Did they think it was going to look like the way it ended up being? Did it transpire the way they thought it was going to happen? No. And when he actually, they realised, you're the Messiah, did it go the way that they think that it was going to, he was going to come into his kingdom and he was going to kick the Romans, you know, out and he was going to bring about... No, it didn't happen the way they thought it was going to happen. Yep. And we look back at them and go, foolish Israelites. Yes. Oh, so if easy. only you knew. So easy to go yeah. to hindsight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we've got something special because we can see yeah. that. No, we we're living in too. Right now. Right now. Right this here. is a huge thing. We can be shining lights in the universe. I want to be or we can be just pointing at the problem, shining lights on the noise, and everyone else is going, I can't hear the peace that you're meant to have because you're just shining light at noise and you're just amplifying the noise and we're meant to be vessels of peace. And that, that is a fruit of the Spirit. Though if we're going to keep, you know, live according to the Spirit, then we must keep step with the Spirit. That's so good. Galatians. Step with the Spirit. And, and since we're on this topic... I, I don't know how you perceive your day to start. Um, mine started in various ways, but social media is never one of them. And the other morning I got up um, and I came out and I just hadn't watched any TV or news in the morning. I turned on the TV and they're talking about how Facebook had shut down that morning. And people were just like, their world had ceased to make sense anymore because they couldn't message on Facebook. It, what has become of us that, that that's our go-to, that social media... And there is so much misinformation, there is so much noise, there is so much darkness coming through that because all we're listening to is people's opinions. Um, and I, I must get back to the Word of God. If somebody has an opinion on something, I must then, selah, measure and weigh that up against what the Word of God says. Because if I don't, I'm being a fool. And a fool, let's put it differently, I'm being foolish. Yeah, foolish. That's and right. foolish behaviour ends in destruction. And I don't want to go down that road. I've been there before. I've lived that already. And that has taught me to actually, the Word of God is secure. God has this. Our Father in heaven will never leave us or abandon us or leave us without a way of escape. He'll never forsake us. He always has a way out for us. And if I don't live with that conviction in my life, I'll just get buffeted around. I'll be that little pinball. Oh, gee, that's the wrong generation to be talking to. The pinball going ding, 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 ding. And all I am is a dinger. You know, like I'm just making noise and bouncing around and lights are flashing off and I'm not actually doing anything. Yeah. 
we are to, called to be effective, shining lights in this universe, not pointing at us, but shining to the light. Yeah, that's right. We are little lights shining to the light, yeah. which is God, which is our Jesus, oh, author and perfecter. This isn't, a, this isn't a battle of opinions. This is not even a fight for health or a fight for rights or a fight for liberties against anything. It is a fight of our faith. And that's what we have to stay on. Exactly. The battle of our faith. Paul, um, no, Paul uh, Sam Spari uh, in the group. Sorry, we're not meant to use his names, but I yes. do. Um, <laughs> Sam Spari in our, Sam in our group Sparry. chat for the Breakthrough Prayer, he, he mentioned that this is our time at the moment is uh, God is is calling us to, to strengthen ourselves. Yes. To build ourselves up. Yes. Um, to be ready for whatever comes next. Come on. Being ready, you know, being at a state of ready is what, uh, the government requires an army to be yes. Um, be at a state of readiness, um, not just, oh, guys, I think we've got to fight soon. Mm. What? What? Do we have to get ready now? What? Oh, I, no. I got in this for the dental plan. So, so there's there's drills and there's processes they take themselves through to stay in that state of readiness, yes. uh, to be prepared. Um, so if we're an army, mm. if we're soldiers, if, if we're to fight, we need to be in a state of readiness. Yeah, yeah. We need to be ready. That is beautiful. Ready at all times, any times. Now, so what you said before about like the God is my provider. God will fulfill all my needs. He will take care of me. There's also, to, that they are promises of God. Mm. He's also asking us to do other stuff as well, which is Come to on. be ready. Come on. Be shining our light on the yes. right things. Yes. There are requirements on us. Oh man, requirements. Mm. What? Yeah. But it's for good. For good. And it will bring good, not just in ours. It will bring sowing seeds of goodness for the future as yeah. well. So be in that state of readiness. Is wow. it, isn't it astounding? Like how many movies have you watched um, where the army's about to be deployed, they're about to jump out of a plane and their commanding officer's walking up and down and, go, and he's saying, remember your training, yeah. it will save you. Yeah. Remember your discipline, you will know what to do. Yeah. And you're about to jump out of the plane. Yeah. A friend of mine that I, I grew up with, his brother was in the SAS. You'd never even want to fight my friend, let alone his brother. No. I did have a few wrestles with my friend and paid the price. <laughs> but um, I remember him telling the story how they, were, they had to train as if they were going to die. They never knew if it was a training exercise or it was a full-on real thing that they were going into. So they had to treat it like this is legit every time. And I remember him telling the story how they got dropped on one side of a mountain range and they were told they had to be at this, you know, this, um, what do they call it, an exit point or yeah. whatever. Um, and they had to get there. And they were running up and down mountains. Now, my friend's brother ended up, he, he's, he got such bad blisters on his soles of his feet that he got duct tape out and duct taped the soles. His whole soul came loose and was hanging off. So he duct taped it. Me, I'd be like, tap out, I'm finished. I'm not in the army anymore. <laughs> but it's like, no, you're either, you're either in the battle or you're dead. That's, that's the choice. You're either a wasted body on the sideline or you're still in the battle. So he taped the soles of his feet back on and kept on running. They had to train like this all the time. And that's what our SAS have to do and a lot of our the commandos and stuff. That are, we are 
meant to be soldiers in the army. We are, this isn't, you know, a rehearsal for a fight. We are in the battle right now. And if you think, oh, but that's the battle line, that's the battle line. No, God's saying, listen to, if you're going to live by the Spirit, you've got to stay in step with the Spirit. You need to know where the battle line is. And it's time to move on with cheerful lives, not in disunity, being shining examples to the universe. Amen. And we're out of time. Amen. It's time and we're out of time. Thank you for that this morning. I, I'm encouraged by that. I hope you're encouraged as well. Because this is this is a time and, and whatever you had, you know, uh, isn't it funny how you have a preconceived idea that you can enter into a conversation and then everything about that conversation is tightened by that <laughs> preconception. Yeah. We should start off by saying, let's just drop all our preconceived ideas. We're going to read the Word of God. Let's just drop all our our human reasoning at the moment and allow the spirit of wisdom. I apologize that we didn't do that at the start, but that should be our agenda whenever we come together as the church, that we just drop all extraneous things. Whatever we think the issue is, it's not the issue. Keep the main thing the main thing. What is the main thing? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all the other things in life will follow after it. How beautiful is that? Let's close in prayer. Yeah, thank you, Father. Lord God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, we stand before you and we are amazed. We give you all the honour and glory that is due to you. God, not just with our our lips, not just with lip service, but we want to do it with our lives and with our actions and with our deeds and with our love from our heart, with the peace that you've given us to shine light on peace, the peace that you bring, Jesus. Thank you for the peace that is spread amongst now. Thank you for the seeds that have gone into people's lives. Thank you for the tools you're giving us right now to handle the battle we have in front of us. But thank you for the seeds, for the harvest that is coming. Father, I thank you for all those who are calling on your name, Lord. I know you're giving them what they need right now. I know you're giving them healing where they need healing. You're giving them relief where they need relief. You're planting good in the bad circumstances. You're bringing life where there seems like death right now. You're bringing what we need right now. And we trust you, Jesus. We hold on to the faith that you've given to us. And we say, Jesus will bring me through this. Jesus will bring my my children to God. Jesus will bring my my health back to me. Jesus will bring bring eternity into my life right now. Jesus will bring his kingdom into my world. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing. I thank you for the the breath you've given us that we can speak prophetically and declare your kingdom come, your will be done. I thank you for our schools, our government, those who are serving us, Father, in the police department and and the fires and... Father, thank you for wisdom for all in authority. I thank you for the families and the parents right now, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Bless you. Yes. Awesome week, guys. Have a great week, guys. Love you all. See ya. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.